الحمد لله وكفى والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم I'm moving to some of the hadith and fadail sadaqat Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that there are balconies pavilions in Jannah which will be built from glass and everything in them can be seen from outside and those who are in the inside can see everything on the outside the sahaba kiram they asked rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam who will occupy them so sayyidina rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said those who speak nicely to people who feed others while themselves they continuously fast and those who offer tahajjud salah at night when others are sleeping allah akbar kabira so here the first sadaqa that is mentioned is to speak nicely to others this is also a charitable act this is an act this is the first defining feature of these special people who will be given the special place in jannah is that they speak nicely to others what does it mean that if somebody has two of these three the hadith won't apply to them so even if they feed others while fasting and they pray tahajjud while others are sleeping but they're not able to speak nicely to others then they won't get this extra special place in jannah and there are a lot of people like that who they are good with their khaliq but they're not good with makhluk they can do khidmat they can feed others they can do ibadah they can fast they can pray tahajjud they can sleep less but when it comes to the way they talk and behave people they talk in a very harsh manner a very stern manner a very rude manner they lack adab in their speech and it's a very big mistake to excuse this behavior by thinking oh but that's just how i am or that's my personality or to excuse this in someone else yes we will make excuses for them but it doesn't mean we will waive their responsibility to do tazkiya we can never waive this in the name of personality that the person well that's how there is so no need to tell them anything no they must be told and they themselves should feel that their harsh stern rude demeanor must is something that needs to be fixed the sharia wishes this to be fixed and corrected so they're lacking that sadqa so they're miserly you see the opposite of sadqa is the person is miserly they're miserly when it comes to soft nice sweet kindness and gentleness second is those who feed others while they themselves continually fast this is a special way of feeding because it's more difficult to feed somebody when you yourself are fasting hmm? so they're so lost in the charitable act of feeding others that they can even fast themselves and then they offer tahajjud salah at night when others are sleeping that is the sadqa of their time and they give the sadqa of their sleep they give sadqa of their rest they give sadqa of their comfort this is also a type of donation they make in their account for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Then another hadith of Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wasallam that the Prophet said that do not have intimate companionship la tusahib 
don't regularly associate and be in the company of someone illa mu'mina except that person who is a believer. La ya'kulu ta'amaka and not, people should not eat your food illa taqiyun except that person who is pious. So this is another thing, right? This is now separate. If it's a question of poor, this condition isn't there. It's talking about Sahib, who you have as a guest in your home, who you associate with, who you're intimate with. So a lot of people are stuck in this also. All types of social relations and social gatherings with people who are غير muttaqi, who are non-pious. I'm not talking community relations. Community relation we have with everyone. I'm talking about social relation, friendly relation personal relation, your home relation. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is who should you so what you say take meals with, huh? So who should you take meals with in your home? The Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam illa taqiyun except for those people who have taqwa who are pious. Hmm? And a lot of wasteful time is spent on many gatherings of food and eating and merriment and especially if such a gathering does not have segregation between gender, even if it's your family, you must stay away from such gatherings. You must have the imani strength to tell them that, look, I cannot come to a gathering like that where men and women are sitting in the same room and eating together. I'm happy to come and visit the family some other time, then I will visit you in the morning. I will come see you in the morning and pay my respects to you. I will visit all the relatives who are there in a proper way the next day. But I can't sit there in that merriment because it's going to hurt my heart. It's going to hurt my heart. Like sometimes the people, they have allergies. So they say, no, I can't come because I'm allergic to your cat. Huh? What do they say? I won't come to your house because I'm allergic to the cat. So say, I can't come to your house because I'm... You can, don't say this. But your feeling would be, don't say it. I'm not telling you to say it like this. <laughs> but the feeling would be that I'm allergic to this mixed gender gathering. I can't come. Right? The people insist, no, I have to go there for dawah. You won't, believe me. <laughs> Unless you're extremely, if you're that strong, <laughs> if you're that strong that sitting there influences them so much that their zafla changes into zikr, so then you must be necessarily equal strong that you can change them into sharia. <laughs> what makes you think that you're that strong that you can sit there in that gathering? First, 99% people aren't that strong. When you sit there, they will be ghalib on you. You will say one, two sentences to them of deen and they will say one thousand sentences to you of dunya. And your one, two sentences will be lost in that tumult of their thousand sentences of dunya. But if you say you're that strong, then that means you should have been strong enough to bring them on sharia, to bring them in compliance. So this is Ajeeb Hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa Then, about family... Family sadqa. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that when the wife gives something as sadqa out of the family's provisions, which is it means, so let's say she's given an allowance to run the home in this amount. So actually that wasn't budgeted for charity. Husband had kept a separate budget for charity. He gave her a budget to run the household. But she skillfully manages, or even just tawakkul on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from that household budget, she gives for the sadqa of Allah ta'ala. So sometimes even women, they ask this fatwa, that am I allowed to do that? So you can listen to Hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is in the Sahih Bukhari and the Sahih Ma Muslim. So then, if she does so without being wasteful, 
without being wasteful, she will receive a reward for that sadaqah she gives from that household budget. And the husband will also receive reward because he earned that money. Even though it wasn't his intention that that money go on sadaqah, the wife made that intention, but he will also get sawab. And then the person who arranges for that sadaqah to be distributed will also get a reward. Then Nabi Karim Sassam to make it even clearer, he said all three will be rewarded without reduction in any one share. Without any one share. So Nabi Karim Sassam uh, mentions a story incident from Sahaba, the Sayyidina Saad says that once Sayyidina Rasulullah was initiating into Islam a group of women. This is called Baytul Iman. But sometimes when non-believers would come and they would express their desire to enter Iman, so Nabiya Kareem would take a bear from them, a pledge on that kalima, on that shahada. So he then says that one tall woman, she stood up and she said, Ya Rasulullah we the women are a burden to our fathers as well as a burden to our children, as well as a burden to our husbands. What right do we have on their property? What she meant by burden was that we don't earn at all. So we're financially dependent first on our father when we're daughter, then on our husband when we're married, and then our children when we're old women. So we have no earning of our own. So we only have what they give us. We only have what they give us. So what right do we have on their property? So what can we do from that which they give us of their own property? The Nabi Karim Sallallahu he replied, he said, the fresh items, which means perishable items, which you may eat, you may eat them as well as give them to others. So from this the ulama understood that whatever they give you, it's your choice whether you keep it for yourself or you give it away to others. Asma radiyatanana was the sister of Ummu Mu'mineen Sayyida Aisha radiyatanana. She once told Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi sallam that she had nothing of her own except what her husband, Yani Sayyidina Zubair, used to give her. And she asked that of what he gives me, can I give charity out of that? So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi sallam responded to her, spend well out of that and do not store, do not keep any part of that lest you are prevented from receiving the further bounties and blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there are many hadith about this. So it's important that the men also understand that if their women folk in the family choose to give some of the money they gave them in charity, they shouldn't be upset, but they should rather be happy. Then Shaykh al-Adhi shifts into another kind of sadqa. Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Every good deed is a sadaqah. Two, encourage someone else to do a good deed is a sadaqah. Doing a good deed itself is a sadaqah. Encourage anybody else to do a good deed is sadaqah. And the one who encourages will get the same reward as the one who did the deed himself. Allahu Akbar. Now encouraging somebody else to do a good deed, we can see how that's sadaqah. You give the charity of your nasiha, you give charity of your dawah, you give charity of ilm. But doing a good deed yourself, how is that a sadqa? Doing good deed yourself, how is that a sadqa? So when you do a good deed yourself, you are donating into the account of the ummah. Because the ahwal of the ummah as a collective are based on the a'mal of the ummah. When you do a'mal as salih, the a'mal of the ummah go up. When you do a'mal as salih, the ahwal of the ummah go up. So this is another reason. Like we mentioned to you a few nights ago, that we don't, two nights ago, we don't do a'mal. Don't think it only affects our condition, our lack of good deeds and ibadat, and affects the condition of the entire ummah. 
Then Sheikh Lali Santai quotes that Hazrat Mulana in the Asramta used to say with great happiness that some people leave behind individuals and I'm leaving behind a whole region. And by that Sheikh Lali Santai he meant the region of Mewat. And Mewat was this particular place in India which uh, was the beginning, real, you can say founding place of the work and effort of Tablik in which it really took off and you can say thousands of people changed their lives and came onto deen, praying salah, coming into masjid. So he was happy that this is the sadaqah I've left. The sadaqah isn't just that I had two, three pious children, but rather I impacted my whole region. Now imagine if every alim of deen and everyone had that fikr that my region or my city or came my province or my city or came my neighborhood, my street, my few houses around me, something, if they could adopt that, that's the type of charity, it's the type of adoption, that okay, I will have fikr for these ten houses, I will have fikr for the salah of those ten houses, I will have fikr for the taqwa of those ten houses, I will have fikr for the taqwa of those ten houses. So this was a fikr that comes in the hearts of people. So this is also a type of charity. This is also a type of charity. May Allah Ta'ala accept us for every single type of charity in deen. May He grant us a charitable personality. The real feeling you get when you read all of these ahadith and ayat al-Qur'ani and ahadith al-Nabawiyah and stories of sahaba and statements of awliya is that charity is a personality. If a person has that, then they will give the charity of money, the charity of smile, the charity of dawah, the charity of amal. And if they don't have that charitable personality, then they may become stingy in each and every one of these things. May Allah protect us from all stinginess. May He grant us every generosity as He Himself knows what it means to be generous because He is Al-Kareem. And may Allah make us Abdul Kareem in the truest sense. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Inshallah we'll make khatamat Ikhwanjagan Make Dhruj Shreef Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin Wa ala ala Sayyidina Muhammadin Wa barik wa sallim Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin Wa ala ala Sayyidina Muhammadin Wa barik wa sallim Allahumma salli ala وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وعلى اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم Allah 
اللهم صلي على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا اله الا انت سبحانك اني كنت من الظالمين لا اله الا انت سبحانك اني كنت من الظالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والله ذو فضل على المؤمنين والله ذو فضل على المؤمنين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم انا لله وانا اليه راجعون إنا لله وإنا إليه راجعون اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الله ولي الذين آمنوا الله ولي الذين آمنوا اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والله ولي المؤمنين والله ولي المؤمنين
اللهم صلي على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم we explained yesterday and day before the description explanation about the zikr called khatm khwajagan i want to explain to you a little bit more about why there majalis zikr to khair in the hadith of Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim, this word literally is used that the angels look seeking, seeking for the gatherings of zikr. Why do we make ijtimai zikr and make isali sawab? And why do we say that the du'as, and I want to say to you, that the du'as that one makes after the zikr of khatm e have more kubuliya with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Why did our mashayikh say that? It's a very simple way you can understand you see now I recited five, seven times but all of you all recited five, seven times. So it's like we were pooling in and then when we send this ibadah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala each and every one of us gets the reward of the collective ibadah. Let me give you another example so you understand related to sadaqah. So if we all put in five dollars and let's say there are two hundred of you here right now so we all donate together so that would be one thousand dollars so every one of us will get the reward of $1,000. So not individually. Now there are more than 200 of you because 220 are sunnah itikaf and some stanger people are sitting. So let's say it's 300 people, right? So if 300 people were here, so every, the gathering did 300 times as much zikr as you could do alone. So if it took us 10 minutes to do it, it would have taken you 300 times the same time to do as much zikr as we just did as a group. So if you wanted to send that much sawab to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam, it would have taken you 3,000 minutes. Huh? And 3,000 minutes is, oh, 50 hours. Allahu Akbar. 50 hours. That's why those big gatherings, people used to flock to the large gatherings of zikr. Because now when we make dua, one individual will be making dua for, our, all of us will individually make dua for ourselves as if we had just made 3,000 minutes of zikr because 300 of us made 10 minutes of zikr each. Now you understand what the du'as are more accepted. So your level of kubuli of du'a will be like that. So you're sending not hundreds, you're sending thousands of dirud shayf on Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You understand now? Hmm? So simple a concept. Now people, they understood this for dunya. I don't know if you have in South Africa, in Pakistan they have this thing they call committee. Ah, subhanAllah. What does it mean? That everybody donates one, there are ten people, and they, don't, ten, they each donate a thousand dollars a month. Then everyone gets a turn to get the ten thousand. Something, it works something like that. Anyway, it's the same concept of pooling together. So in the Mazis Zikr, all the Zikr recited by everyone is pooled and sent with each of our signatures on it to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahu Akbar Kabira. This is why we need Majlis Zikr. This is why the angels come down looking for this Majlis Zikr. That's why we must establish Majlis Zikr. We must participate in Majlis Zikr. We must make the Majlis Zikr, Majlis Quran, Majlis Drood, Majlis Dua. Then we will get Barakah in our life. 
It will be a very real, tangible balaka you get in your life. Allah Akbar Kabira. So like yesterday we recited 40 dirud, it wasn't 40. Because there were 300. So it was like you recited 1200 dirud shrif. Allah Akbar. Now you understand. So simple. So strange how people, they don't misunderstand these things. And due to the hardness of their hearts, they stay away from Madrasa Zikr. Or even worse, they try to keep others away from Madrasa Zikr. Allah Akbar, may Allah in all the hearts and put the true, real, deep understanding of deen in all of our hearts. And alhamdulillah, we make a few moments muraqabah, then we will end with dua. Close your eyes, bow your head, disconnect yourself from the world, go deep into your heart, make need that your heart is calling Allah Ta'ala, yearning for Allah Ta'ala, your spiritual heart, heart of your ruh, is making zikr of Allah Ta'ala's name, as if your kalb is calling Allah, Allah, Allah. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Ikhdua samanuna minana wa hama Allah masalli ala sinuna Muhammad wa ala ala sinuna Muhammad wa mubarak wa sallam Let him soften our heart Make our heart gentle and kind Make us feel the pain of the poor Make us feel the pain of the hungry Make us feel the pain of those who are in sorrow Make us feel the pain who are in distress Make us that one ummah again Let us feel the pain of every other part of this ummah Let us relieve the sorrow Let us relieve the distress Let us work harder Let us strive harder Forgive us Our lack of amal And our abundance of sins Have brought the entire ummah down We make toba for this We beg your forgiveness for this Help us Ya Rab Guide us Ya Rab Grant us tawfiq Ya Rabbi Kareem Wa ma tawfiq Ibla billah Grant us tawfiq To make more amal More ibadah More dhikr More salawat More dua More sadaka More khidmah More dawa More nasiha Ya Rabbi Kareem Accept from us Every act of deen Ya Rabbi Kareem Accept from us At least one act Ya Rab That you are happy with us One act Ya Rab That you are pleased with us One act Ya Rab that will bring us into Jannah, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Be radhi with us, Ya Rab. Be radhi with all of the ulama muhaddisin, all of the ulama mufassirin, all of the fuqaha, all of the uliya, all of the khuddam, all of the da'at. Ya Rabbi Kareem, accept us for their company. Accept us to follow in their path. Make us some sirat al-mustakim, sirat al-ladina an'amta alayhim, ghayr al-mahdhubi alayhim, walad-dalin. Amin. Rabbana takamal minna inaka anta sameel alim. Watubu alayna inaka anta tawabur rahim. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala habibihi Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Birahmatika ya alhamar rahimin. An announcement for Sunnah Mutakifin. You see today I'm trying to stay more on the schedule that we finish by 2 inshallah. Second announcement is that you have enough time. It is definitely our wish and desire and part of the program that we will be trying to meet you. Our effort first is that we meet everyone at least in a group. And then between me and Shaykh Umar Saab here 
In between, I will be spending four days of Shawal in Durban, then five, six days of next of Shawal in Johannesburg, and I spent five days before coming here in Cape Town. But we also planned those trips so we can meet you individually. It won't be possible for me to meet every, every single Mottakif individually during Itikaf. One reason is we spend a lot of time preparing your bands. We do do some work beforehand, but we like to come here and in the state of itikaf, beg Allah Ta'ala to guide us which topic to speak to you about. And then and when we select that topic, what to, how to prepare and collect and compile the teachings of our Mashaikh from their very vast teachings and how to present that to you. So it's a willful decision. We like to prepare for it here because there's more barakah here. And when, see, it's only when you yourself arrive here that you can draw that out from me. It doesn't happen when I'm sitting in Lahore. Hmm? It's your barakah. So I need your barakah to do that work and I only get your barakah when you yourself show up. If you want next year, first 220 of you come to Lahore, spend a week with me there. I'll prepare the bands there with you sitting there and then I'll come here. Hmm? Alright, so it takes me a bit of time to do that. Some days more time, some days less time. If you still want to meet as an individual, what you have to do rather is write on one page. One. Not two sides. One page, one side. You'll write your name you put your cell phone number in case I'm not able to get around to it during a takaf. You'll write your city, your area. Johannesburg isn't enough. You have to tell me what is it, Islamasia, what is it? And then you write what you want to discuss. Right? On that basis also I'll also see which are the urgent cases. I will try to get them done now. The less urgent cases I will leave them for later. Alright? So some of you have been requesting. So the way you will send that request, you can give it to any of the two, three, four brothers who hang around in khidmat in this area. It will come to me. And inshallah, one way or the other, we will get around to that. If nothing else, just reading it means we will make dua for you right there instead of itikaf. So the dua process we can cover for all of you, inshallah ta'ala, individually. Jazakumullah khair, you should rest. Today is an odd night, inshallah. And there may be a little bit of rush because it's Saturday night. So there may be some other friends from Stanger and Durban who come. So while normally throughout the week and throughout this 10 days, the community has been preferring you and the others have been preferring you, but we want that you should also show your best behavior on this night and be accommodating to those who come and be friendly and open to those who come. And if it so happened that somebody came to spend one night in Masjid and he happened to sleep in your so far your sleeping spot you should be happy you say Allah Ta'ala you accepted this khidmat from me also whereas so many others are doing my khidmat really you took the amal of khidmat from me as well in the takaf alright jazakum Allah khairas